You're an all-star, Travis. Thanks, babe. Hey. Happy Shout out to Shrek. Aaron brought that up. That song is uh, quite a reminder, isn't it? Shout out Shrek and Lord Farquaad. I think he's compensating <laughs> for something. It is Sunday. <laughs> it's going to be a good pod, guys. <laughs> it's Sunday night. We're feeling right. Drinking a minimal amount of alcohol, but a lot of cool things going on. Obviously, no NFL, but we got XFL, and we got some basketball to talk about. So. uh what happened last week for you guys? Give me a little rundown. What's up? The XFL, I was like, that was kind of the talk I've seen recently, but obviously, obviously you just met, uh, hit on the head, the all-star game. The, the, the teams, Giannis being the worst GM ever with a team he picked, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> I mean, I get what he was going for, but damn, dude, like you couldn't have maybe squeeze to get a little bit better of a lineup there. I don't get what he was going for. What do you think he was going for? Because I think he kind of had a very close-minded we gotta we gotta break the, it down before we oh, start yeah, saying. True. You know, we gotta say who is on this team, okay, who okay. were the all stars. So LeBron started off patting his little buddy on the butt, Anthony Davis. I'm gonna pick you first. Blah blah blah. I we get it. it. We get it. Yeah, of course. But that's sorry. Fine. But come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But <laughs> we're struggling tonight. Sorry. We'll sorry. Right. Okay. And so what I think. Giannis did. I think he tried to match every one of LeBron's moves. So he picked Joel and B right away, which was like, okay. A counter to AD kind a of thing. A counter to AD kind of deal. And then LeBron goes, okay, well, I'm going to get Kawhi because he's probably the best player in the league right now. Mm. And then Giannis kind of countered with Pascal. Like, I feel like everything that LeBron did, he got, like, the little bit worse guy on the other end. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. That's and then, obviously, exactly LeBron goes and gets, um, who's the other? Luca, And then Giannis replies with, stop pointing me. No, no, no. Distracting not you. Me. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and then Giannis, you know, counters with Kemba. And then LeBron gets James Harden. And then Giannis counters with Trey because he's the last of the five. So it's like, okay. And he was just like, kind of threw James Harden on their bus. I love that too. Yeah, he's like, because they're in the MVP race. I mean, James Harden, yeah, he's in the MVP race, absolutely. But I think it was funny. I love his little slight to James Harden. I mean, yeah, he averages like, right now, James Harden averages just over seven assists. But, dude, that dude's so frustrating. But anyways, yeah, no, you're spot on with the countering. I thought, even with the reserves, he kind of just got his buddy, Chris Paul, D. Lillard, Jokic, Ben Simmons, Sabonis. Tatum, who's been killing it, and then Russell Westbrook. I didn't. Russell killed it near the end, but like God, that guy no, can't shoot anymore. It should, it's it, weird. Russell Westbrook, great, but all. But I feel like Devin didn't Booker he shot at least a respectable like thirty clip from three. No, he's like, at a twenty six and thirty percent from three. He did thirty percent from three is not respectable. That's bad. Can yeah. I tell you what I think it was with Westbrook? Why he it's shot his name? Well, yeah, of course what? his name, but why you think he shot a respectable clip, which he kind of sort of did? It's because his athleticism was so superior. Guys sagged off him enough to let him allow him that shot. Nowadays, he slowed down a step or two, which allows these guys to come up on him, which means he really can't shoot. That's my opinion. What say you guys? I don't know. He kind of shit on the Lakers. He really did. I know. That was kind of a one-off, I feel. But he was hitting, like, fadeaway layups, and or not fadeaway jumpers, you know, mid-range, everything. That was pretty insane by him. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. That's what I was saying. Like we're talking all this show, but it's like his full drop. What he dropped forty on us. I'm I mean, he, had and he dropped thirty nine tonight. I think. So fuck yeah, but and like so you saying he lost a step. 
It was like it maybe it was just kind of a learning curve again with James Harden when he first came in and started with both of them. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, just them both obviously coming into Houston. But I don't know. I think he lost a step a year ago. I think he's been having a step loss. You know what I think? Two seasons, personally. His shot has progressively got worse, and I think that's Oh, really bad. No, I don't think Russell Westbrook's lost a bit of athleticism. Yeah, same. I don't don't either. I I think that his shot has, for some reason, I don't know if it's messing mechanics, lack of confidence, but over the last five years, it's literally gone down. His free throw percentage, his free throw percentage, his three-point percentage, and his field goal percentage, everything has gone down. Do you remember? Dude, that's usually the opposite with point guards, because like Jason Kidd and like Steve Nash and like... Steve Nash is always lights out. Yeah, I guess, but like... Yeah, I feel you. Even, I'm I'm not going to say Rondo, but like at least he's trying more and like it has gotten better. But like usually older point guards are like, listen, can't get to the hole as much. I got to start producing somewhere else. And it's fucking weird. Like, dude, it's like you understand your athleticism is carrying you. Mm. You eventually got to get that shot, buddy. And it's like, it's kind of what KD with this little slight to yeah. his old teammates. If you, had, if you heard what KD said, KD, just to bounce off that, Jeff? KD basically says, like, the reason I went to Golden State is I was with a bunch of playmakers and I was a bunch of athletes. Yeah. But I was like, I was tired of being the only guy that can hit an open jump shot or hit a three and be the only one to shoot threes. This motherfucker played with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Obviously, that's the name she's kind of. I felt he threw it under the bus, but fuck but, if he's wrong. But remember, Jay Hard got traded relatively quick before yeah, yeah, he yeah. got paid out. But I feel you on that. Like, I don't know. That is frustrating, though. It, it's something to be said about you got a couple dudes that can come off a screen, you know, like mid-range jumper and just cash that every single time consistently. That's nice, you know? Do you guys want and me it, to rail off Russell Westbrook's percentages over the years? I mean, they're, they're shitty, worse. but let's run it. Go. All right. So I'll, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just thought that that was important. <clears throat> Russell Westbrook's three-point percentage in 2013-2014 was his highest at 32.3%. Uh-huh. That was his highest. And his free throw percentage that year, 80%. That was his highest free throw? Or no? no, that oh, was okay. just that year. But listen to these free throw percentages. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So I'm just going to go up from year to year. So 2013-2014, and then I'm going to go 2014-15, blah, blah, blah. 80%, 82.6%, 83.5%, 81.2%, 84.5%. And then 17-18, And then last year, 65.6. Wow. And Weird. then this year, he's kind of back up to 78. But still, his three-point percentage this year, 24%. Last Oof. year, 29. The year before, 29. The year before that is 34.3. That was his highest. Still 29-30% all around the board. How many? Sh- how many okay. Like, it, how weird is that? Okay, question. Okay, last year, how many three-point attempts did he take in comparison to that 2013 year? Let me Because I feel out. like he's taking threes at a higher clip. You know, like he was Everybody only... Everybody t- is. Last year, he, Everybody is. Last year, he averaged 5.6. A game? A game. That's... that's uh, I would be so mad. You think that's mad. horrible? Okay, think about this. Oh, my this. God. In 2016 like, I hope a season for this guy. 2016-17, his last year was Kevin Durant. He averaged 7.2 threes a game. That's crazy. That was the year KD left. So I would get I would be so gone. I'd like, fucking leave too. Like bro. Hey, dog, this guy keeps and shooting. 2013-14, that year that we were talking about. Yeah. 4.7. All right, so not That's five. Well, not well shooting under at 31%. The mean. Damn, that's crazy. That's Anyways, really back crazy. to the All-Stars, like I'm all about I, talking shit on Russell no, Westbrook. I, feel I was about that. I'm but like LeBron seems going to shit on Giannis is like unless uh, yeah. Giannis does some shit, but like everyone's going to have their own little moments, but um, they're I paying just, tribute to Kobe. I mean, Kobe and Gianna. Um, do you guys want to talk about the new rules about the All Star Game? Yes. Do you guys understand? Oh I yeah, the twenty four cl- twenty four points in the fourth quarter, first one of twenty four points. Yeah, yeah. You, so, you can go over. So it. we'll go over the the the, the All Star different format this year. So how it's going to start is 
each of the first three quarters are going to have basically three individual games, right? They're going to have the first quarter, the first person or the whoever scores the most points out of both teams, they get a hundred grand donated to a Chicago charity of their choice. That's cool. So that's cool. Like that's cool. And then the same thing with the second quarter, a hundred grand, but they're going to be like individual games, right? But once we get to the fourth quarter, it's going to be an accumulative score from the first three quarters for each team. And then whoever has more points, you add on 24 points to that. For example, if you have out of your first three quarters, an accumulative score of 110, and for example, the West has that and the East has 105, the 110 added 24. So therefore the goal score would be 134 points. And the first team to make it to 134 points out of both teams would get 200 grand toward their, you know, Chicago charity of choice mm-hmm. and t- win the all-star game per se. And it's going to be cool. No, sh- no, like clock per yeah, se, yeah. you know, just like a game of 24. Kind of like how they do the, the three on three, right? Don't they do that? Like first, to, I have no idea about the three on three. I don't know anything about them. I think they do like first to like 40 or something crazy twos and ones. I want to say it's something like that, but do you guys like that idea? I mean, I do. I think, any all-star game that I've watched, they stay relatively close going into the fourth quarter anyways, just because they're trading buckets. Like, no one's playing defense anyway, so it's going to be close, in my opinion. What do you think, Aaron? And then, yep, yeah, what do you think? I wish, I, I remember the all-star game being, I mean, yeah, like, high-flying dunks for last year's, but like... Early fourth, 2000s. Early 2000s, type. but in the fourth quarter, people would put the clamps on. You know, everybody would like, or try to, I wouldn't say put the clamps on, but like, they would try a lot harder, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And like... It was dope. I was just like, cool. It was like, this is why I came to see. Yeah, the first three quarters were just supposed to be flashy. Maybe somebody gets hot. You know what I mean? I'm an all-star. Here I am. You know, this is what I do and shit. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, even when Kobe, you know, that's the first thing I think of fucking Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, got his nose broken by D-Wade yeah. in the all-star game. And then uh, there was like, the, I don't know. I'm sure you guys saw this too. But uh, D-Wade called Kobe to apologize the next day. And Kobe said, nah, I love it. He was like, That's what? Cool. He was like, nah, I'll see you in five days. Damn. Ooh. And then he, Kobe drops, uh, I think, 32 that night. We won. Yeah, the mass mom. And then the game winner. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. That wasn't that time. No, no it wasn't that time. I agree. So. I, I love innovation, especially like All-Star games in football. Like the Pro Bowl sucks. Mm-hmm. I did not watch that. And I love football. Like All-Star game in baseball is pretty cool because you just don't want to get embarrassed. I get it. You know, the home run derby is fun. But the NBA, like, it's getting stupid. I'm not interested in watching a 211 to 200. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, and everyone's just shooting threes yeah. all the time. And then, I like, I don't not like, playing a lick of defense. Like, no. maybe even when, like, Steph Curry laid down. When yeah. I, saw, I was just like, oh, dude. like That was yeah. a bad look. For no, the, exactly. That, I thought it was just, like, even though it was like, yeah, I get it. Giannis is coming. You're not going to block him or shit. But it was just like, I fucking hated that. Hey. I was like, Miss Haley, Haley told me at the gym, we got to stop saying the F word. Oh, yeah. She got me. She's like, you boys need to clean up your language. <laughs> Question. So, Aaron, start locking in. Me and Dan have to as well. Rolling off of, like, you know, lack of defense in the All-Star game, obviously ratings are down. In, well, not obviously. Ratings are down in the NBA this year, surprisingly. And what do you guys think the reason is for that? You All know, right. I, have I, think, a couple I, I think I do know why it is. is Go. I think that this was talked about in the beginning of the season, the fact that the NBA is so wide open. Mm. There's no more warriors, you know, the dynasties are all over and blah, blah, blah. I do think that the NBA and sports in general thrive during dynastic time periods. I don't think parody is good for the NBA. I think the NBA needs a villain. Everybody looked at the Warriors as a team they wanted to beat. The NBA was constantly making trades, constantly always doing things like the Rockets trying to keep up with the Warriors, you know, uh, 
the teams from the East, like everybody's trying to catch them. And I think having a bad guy, having a villain helps mm-hmm. NBA ratings because look at the history of the mm-hmm. NBA in the 70s and early 80s, Lakers and Celtics. Dynastic. They went to the finals nine times in like 11 years. Okay. And NBA ratings, that's when it popped. That's when that, they saved the NBA, right? Yeah. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Then Michael Jordan, that became worldwide because Homeboy went to the finals six years out in, in the entire 90s. And then the Lakers and then the, the, the Spurs and now the Warriors and the Heat. Everybody hated the Heat. The NBA is better with dynasties, with teams to hate, a villain. And I think this year there's no team to hate. And or, that's why I think they're down. Or maybe like somebody that's overwhelmingly better than everybody else too. You know, I mean, like, it's like a dynasty kind of. It, it is. <laughs> I mean, that's what a dynasty is. Like, isn't that what it does? No, absolutely. And you're right. But like I'm just saying, like LeBron is aging gracefully and not crazy like he's not way down but he's you know he's top five now at this point you know he's not number one anymore by a large margin in my opinion at least i don't know how you he's guys just not the so clear-cut best player in the so league. like I feel there's that. nobody to root against like it's like oh shit okay everybody's pretty like, no good, one's gonna root against you know? Giannis. like everybody loves no because if you guys have noticed like i remember lebron i don't remember who said this talking about the arc of like superstar players i told you this a while ago i'm pretty sure i heard it multiple places but sure dan you told me i did it was on tw- <laughs> i saw it on twitter i think like years ago oh, but so it was like ahead. the the arc of greatness is they love you on the come up then they hate you then they love you again on the back end you know and that's whole that's so valid you know like think about kobe think about lebron right now like all the greats that's how it goes and there's no one to really hate or chase or like i hope they don't win that you're right that is a good story for the nba and we need that right now so who do you guys think is the closest to being the next dynasty, if you had to pick? Okay, this is something a little bit on that topic, but also off the topic. I think the NBA is going to start to really pick up, not just because football is over, but because Zion is a superstar. He may not be an incredible player right now. He's still really, really good. But I love him. I love no, watching exactly. this game. I've always Zion, I liked him. Zion, twenty is, points plus a game. Like, Zion you know, already, guys, dude. Like Zion, easy too. It's just like, I got this. Quickies? He is electric. He is going to bring eyeballs. I if you would have went to New York, the NBA would be insane right now. Yeah, it would. And he's in New Orleans, and people are losing. They should have rigged that shit. Bro. They should have. I they should have. <laughs> like because like I was thinking about this. I this this was kind of running through my mind a little bit. Like. All right, when LeBron retires, KD will probably still be good for a handful of years, but Achilles are hard. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. What's the next thing? Like, Who's the next do you challenge truly, to do be the greatest of all time Do you truly believe that Golden guy? State isn't going to come back with a fucking vengeance? No, they're going to be yeah. good, yeah. but I don't think it... I'm talking about like... I'm going to refer to the history of the NBA again. All right, sorry. Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, greatest player of all time potential, guys. You know, And then Michael Jordan, who is labeled as the greatest player of all time. Then Kobe comes in the league. Can he be as good as Michael Jordan, you know? And LeBron, oh, LeBron, he could potentially be the greatest player of all time, blah, blah, blah. All these storylines about these iconic figures. Who out of all the young superstar talent guys, who's going to be the iconic figure? Who's the next guy out of a, who's under 25 years old? I really think the NBA is lacking that, and I think that has to do with the, the ratings drop. And this is not even something I heard. I thought about this shit on my own. I feel like the closest guy to that guy is Luca. That's exactly what I thought. Mm. But he's not like, I'm going to pipe on 45. No, exactly. Game. He's so like, it's different. He's, it's funny because he's kind of like a mix between LeBron and Dirk in a way because, you know, yeah. he is a European player, I but he has a fully all around game like LeBron, but he's not. 
gonna dunk on you like Dirk would never like really pipe on you, which he would. No, don't get it wrong, but he's not gonna pipe on you like LeBron pipes. So he's not the that's the electricity that you're thinking about with like that Zion, Zion brings. Has that but like Luca is the obviously better player yeah. right now and is. But you're right. I it, they should have rigged it, put him in New York. They. Uh, I feel like I feel like Giannis is like a five percent increase on his jumper, like his mid range and three point shot, away from being that guy where they oh. win oh, several yeah. years in a row. I think that's the dude, and I think he has the work ethic and the Mamba mentality, essentially in quotes, to be the guy that will increase his jumper to be the next dynasty. I guy, think, he in needs, my opinion, I think he needs a bigger market. The other, t- think, the other guy, too, I that we, you. you just mentioned him, too, he was first-time All-Star, is Jason Tatum. You know, mm. we used to always bag on him just because there he was always... Um, I never did. Travis did. Not, I kind of did, too, because they always compared him to our boy, B.I. Yeah. And I was like, at that time, I was like, dude, B.I. is better player at this time, in my opinion. This fool has never dropped even 30, blah, 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 just talking all my shit. And B.I. did have, the, like, the... But he had the accolades of being on a a big market team and winning yeah you know what i mean in the playoffs being able to be seen in the playoffs and then when he was in the playoffs he fucking went off and you know what i mean piped on the lebron that one time and it's just like that's kind of dope so like and to see his progression like you were talking about lonzo's progression to see tatum's progression <clears throat> has been pretty uh pretty dope i really enjoyed like dude this guy is almost guaranteed 20 points in every night too and he's doing it like in a dope way you know he's got no he's got everything no he's I mean? solid but he's like he won't like be. He's the like o- a Paul Pierce. Like, oh, he's going to be a really good player. Is that just because he's on the Celtics? No, and, but think about the comparison. Like, Paul Pierce, you know, he had a good career, but is he anywhere near the top 20 all the time? No, no, no. No. I'm talking about not. a guy who's going to be 18 years in the league like LeBron and be yeah. fighting for that leading Dude, score that's, of all time. Dude, that's like once in, like, you know, that's not a. That's no, but a once in, no, hold, that's once in a generation. It Kobe is. Kobe was a generation. LeBron was a generation. Michael Jordan. Who is the next generation? That's where I'm at. Yeah, that makes me like that's where the NBA is. They got all these kids who shoot the lights out from the logo, but like don't have a complete game. Like that's those kids. Are you talking about Trey Young, Luca? Are you talking about D D Lillard? Like I'm just saying, like Steph was good for the game, but in essence, kind of bad for the game too. You know, like Like, that's what that's what we're saying right now. Because what brings excitement is is incredibly athletic wing players. Pipe. Oh, sorry. Darn it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, Ron. Piping the gosh darn poop out of the old rock, huh, yeah. Miss Haley? Mm-hmm. Those guys can really slam that guy. Anyways, I'm just, I'm just, I really, we're lacking that next guy. I want to see a guy who's going to come in and challenge to be the greatest of all time, and there's not a dude in the NBA that has that right now. I don't it's think. Like under 25. That's where I'm at. Giannis is great, and he's incredible. He's the closest, bro. And he's the closest. But I don't know if God, he's. I love Giannis. He, like, it, like, if it's the end of the game, he, you need a three-pointer, you're not going to give it to Giannis. You might though, like no. Remember what he did on us? No, they're gonna set up a screenplay for you Chris know? Middleton to shoot a three point shot. Yeah, I feel that. You know yeah. what I mean? Eric Bledsoe's gonna take that. Like, shot whereas Kobe is like, I don't care if I'm over four from three point right. tonight. I'm shooting it. But how like, old? Okay. How old is Giannis? Twenty six. Okay. When LeBron was twenty six or even thirty, for that matter, were you ever like? 10 seconds on the clock and you need three are we getting it from lebron yeah never no they uh, did. Uh, 26 they did years often. old he was on the heat winning the mvps and titles yes but he wasn't the three guy he would he take always the three. got he criticized he might no, i feel it he would He'd take, take the, the three cool. okay lebron james 27 year old year in the miami heat who was a 90 50 40 guy that's great yeah people don't know that but how many three-point attempts though bro enough like LeBron is, I don't know, forty percent three point shot. Dude, LeBron, that's amazing. LeBron I feel did you. not develop the three point shot until like his fifth year in Cleveland. 
I'm not I get trying, that. I'm not trying to discredit it, but like Gianna shoots a three good enough right now, and not off get, the dribble. No, no, he's a guy who will pull up when he's wide open. Definitely not off the LeBron dribble. LeBron will do it off the dribble and hit that. You're, he will you're, right you're now. You're not thinking about it, dude. I, I no, but we're talking about seven, eight years ago too. Like I get it. Not off the dribble. He's, LeBron no, wasn't no, off no, the dribble. I'm on Travis's side with this. Too, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember him about. shooting shots like threes and shit like that. And I was like, damn, we're gonna give LeBron that. But I'm like, dude, this guy's starting to hit at such a respectable clip. I'm like, dude, we can't no longer start getting LeBron it's that. Different. And I thought that when he was like, okay, my bad, I was like, not. But I thought that when he was near the end of his Cleveland. And I remember even his rookie years, there's highlights of him hitting threes and shit. And it's just like even Zion's hit threes and shit like that. So I get what you're saying, Daniel. I mean, Giannis hits threes too, guys. Okay, like, but the no, difference there's a like, difference. No, hey, no, no, hold on. The like you said, cow. like you said, like you said, back end of a game, who's taking the three between LeBron and Kyrie in the in the championship, not LeBron. It was Kyrie. You're like you said, it's not going to be Jonas. It's Chris Middleton. Same thing. He wasn't going to be the go-to guy on the three-point shot. He's going to be the guy that drives and kicks out always or finds the best shot. That's what Giannis does. He can hit a three, respectable enough, but he's such an asset and threat when he drives and dunks the ball. Like that's does what Joel, really... Do you think Joel hits it as a... Uh, who do you think is a better three-point shooter? And you can look that up. Joel or Giannis? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Joel's around 30%. I think yeah, he is. Under. And Giannis is around 33 because they leave him wide open, right? That's what I'm saying. I think Giannis's three-point shot is mainly because dudes sag off eight feet because he's going to Euro step from the free throw line and pipe it on you. <laughs> Dude, but people used to sag off LeBron too, and it was disrespectful as hell. Like that happened. You're you're forgetting, dude. Like, I know that happened so a lot, yeah. but it's different. <laughs> not a little bit. A but lot. But LeBron is a more pure shooter. Giannis still has on a Le- Daniel's just hating on LeBron. No, I'm not. He's just, I love, no, he, I hate love LeBron. Deep. Okay, and I I think you guys can attest to this. I've been on the Giannis train before anybody. I, he was the you guy were. that I was, and I'm saying he doesn't have that mentality. He's Shaq more than he is Kobe, more than he is LeBron. He's Shaq, and that's fine. Shaq won three titles. Giannis, I promise you, will find a way to get a chip before his career is over. But all that being said, if I need three points, I'm not going to give it to, to Giannis to do a cool you know, little you know, hezzy dribble step back three-point shot, whereas LeBron's been doing that since his Miami days. I get that Kyrie took that game seven shot. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but that's because Kyrie is like a really good three point shooter. And so I feel is Chris. Like Chris is too, but I feel like he's way more of an all star than Chris as well. Does that make sense? I, it's just different. I feel like my it's, best excuse and my best answer to this is just different. Daniel's like genuinely upset about this. No, I'm not. Yeah, he's throwing his hands I'm up. I'm not and genuinely stuff. upset about it, but like, it's not that much of a difference. It's a little bit of a difference, and I hear you and I get it. It's not that much, you know, like who's the most talented guy? Like who's got the most upside right now? Like to me, it's Giannis, like it is, you know, this guy can easily get better at shooting the ball this year. And then at a 5% clip from three better. But, and that's just unreal. You know, you know what that made me think of right now? Giannis has always got better. He His whole a, career. Oh, you know who His has statistical? Oh, and it's amazing because yeah. he had the MVP season. He's having a better season. Do you, yeah. you know what this made me think of? Honest to God, which is a conversation I want to bring up to you guys. Why hasn't Ben Simmons gotten better at jump shooting? Oh my! God. Has he improved since he came in the league? Get this. I saw a thing yesterday, and it was beautiful. John, our um, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid's plus minus rating when uh, was it three years ago? Was positive eighteen point two. It was phenomenal. Mm. Last year, it was positive, like twelve point six, significant decrease. This year, it's pot of positive one point two. It has progressively gone down, and not just a little bit. And it's because he hasn't got better as a player. Period. He does the same shit 
and the spacing between those two are absolutely horrendous. And the GMs have done uh, absolutely dog shit job of putting what they need around them, make them better. They need shooters around them. You know, when they had uh, Robert Covington, when they had J.J. Redick, they had shooters on the regulars, and they progressively got worse. It was just like, just the, what you're saying, like, you know, and, and Ben Simmons doesn't even try jump shots. He doesn't even give it a try. Like, Zion will try it. Giannis will try it. These dudes will try it, dude. It's like, you're, how are you going to know? You're being a detriment to your team because Joel Embiid is an unreal on the block. He's probably the best block player in the entire NBA. Wow, and I don't love Joel. I'm not a big fan of Joel Embiid. I am not either because he's hanging around on the perimeter because Ben Simmons keeps, you know, refusing to shoot a three-point shot. I'm on the boat where you need to trade one of them. Yes. You need to get rid of one of them, and I would keep Ben. I would. Oh, no. I think Ben's a more unique talent. I, I think- would trade Ben Simmons and get his most like in because he's like so high right now. You can get a lot for him. You don't think you can get a lot for Giannis? Not Giannis. I mean Giannis. Joel? Joel? Yeah, but I feel like people are going to be a lot a little, less. A little, a lot, a, a significant less just because of like history, uh, attitude a little bit slightly. And, and then the injury big, history is the one. Hurt, and just yeah. like, yeah. And like. And the, the fact that you just said because Ben Simmons is such a unique talent. But yeah. if I'm the Sixers, dude, I can. I can. Get a shit ton for him. Okay, and I want, think about want this. I would rather but think deal about this. Joel, though. You're, you're exactly. You're the Boston Celtics. You need a big. You don't think that the, they'll give up Jalen Brown, a bunch of picks, and like maybe even Gordon Hayward, two three point shooters, two guys that are really good wing talents for Joel Embiid? I think they would. I think, Damn, I think they trade. would, but I think. You know think, what I mean? But the Celtics aren't are smart enough that Danny Ainge isn't going to do exactly that. Exactly. Is like, that smart Danny enough? Because I think that works both ways. I need perimeter. Do you I think, need perimeter. Why would I get rid of two of my budding's perimeters? One you, I just gave a big contract to. Because one you just gave a big contract to. I don't know that Joel Embiid on the, on the Celtics when you trade Jalen. And even if you kept all them, like Joel Embiid is a difference maker to put them into the finals. Do you guys feel I that do. way? I do. I think you I do. do. I think that the number one thing that the Celtics need is a really good inside player. Absolutely, that puts them in the finals, in my opinion. I've, that makes them the favorite. Like, think about Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, and then Joel Embiid, and then you fill in the blank with the rest of the guys. You probably can get another dude in free ages because you'll have a hair cap room for getting rid of Hayward and Jalen Brown. you got all these picks still. Like They can fill out that roster nice, and you run those three out. I'm about that life. You put Joel on the block, you want to double him, you whap it out to one of those three crazy three-point shooters. That's a good team, and that really does challenge the Bucks big time. I think all the perimeter, like you know, the, what the Rockets did with going small ball and everything like that. Danny Ainge, in a way, is kind of doing that with all the uh, wing players. Can we all... talk about the Rockets' yeah. whole sequence right now. I want to go. I want to transition to that. That's okay. a good bring up, Aaron. No, but that's what what I'm getting to is like I don't think the Celtics will do that because like one they love their perimeter defending and everything like that. Not that Joel isn't a phenomenal defender because he absolutely is, but they wouldn't. They, I don't, they would, that would never happen, in my opinion. I, I, I probably not, but we'll we'll see what happens. It all turns out outside of what we think anyway. What do you want to talk about these small ball rockets? For the small them? ball rockets. We're talking about this, or we weren't talking about, but basically this Lakers and Rockets game that happened Saturday night. The Rockets did not play a guy over six seven. Their starting lineup consisted of guys all under six foot six. It was a very unique mentality that Mike D'Antoni and Daryl Morey came up with. They decided that we don't need a center. We think that they clogged the lane, and we don't think that they are you know, essential for becoming successful in the NBA. And James Harden did the tip-off. Yeah, I know. That was just a joke. <laughs> they are doing that to be funny, which I get. Which is, it is funny. But I look at that team, and if you look at the NBA, I think it really works. Not 
in the play playoffs because I think if you face that seven times in a series, you're going to find ways to adjust and be successful. But the Lakers were all out of sorts. They did not run their normal offense. They kept trying to do those crazy inbound passes. They fouled the hell out of our dudes, and the refs didn't call it because littler guys always get more leniency with referees when guarding a guy six inches taller than them. And I think where that essentially led to was Lakers forcing the ball in the post, Lakers trying to out or use the mismatches that they were provided. And I think it worked as a regular season, you know. Anthony asset. Davis was three of ten when guarded by um, PJ Tucker. They were being soft, and that shit pisses me off because it's like I love that I love AD. I love him. I've always liked him, but it yeah. it bothered me that he couldn't just be big. Even though I know they were doubling him and all that shit, like I needed him to just be a big man. You know what I mean? And he's a guard in a big's body, and that's why he's so athletic and everything like that. And he's good at that's honestly why he's good about the, on defense too because he knows how to read guards and shit. But I couldn't stand that. Like I was looking at this six eleven seven foot guy, damn near get bodied, and I'm like, come on, like what am I, what am I looking at? And like it's just like I, that's I, like I, I, I feel know. like the Rockets are in bad shape when they go to the playoffs, and the reason being is because in, in the playoffs, what we know always happens is the game doesn't speed up; it slows down. You know, so for that reason, it's not like like LeBron would get the ball essentially against against the Rockets in that game and he would just push it up to AD and try to throw a home run pass. And, you know, there'd be like a guard on him and he it, it would be a turnover, you know, like Rondo and LeBron had 10 turnovers combined, which pissed me off. And main, mostly all of them were Rondo, which was annoying. But like in the playoffs, you fast forward to that. If we play the Rockets. We're going to get into a half-court possession, and LeBron's going to kick it to AD, who's going to be posting up a little dude, and it's going to be easy money, you know? Fade away, post up, whatever we want, and, you know, they're going to run the whole 24 seconds, but when, it's, when it comes to the game slowing down, you need the bigger dudes, and I think that's maybe where, you know, Rob Polinka was like, you know what, let's just hang tight, because we're going to be fine in the playoffs for that reason. What do you guys think? I definitely think <clears throat> that... The playoffs come around, you're right. It, the game slows down. The officiating's a little bit, you know, not as... It's not the same. They don't give as much benefit to one side or the other. They but I ride. also think that the biggest thing that the Lakers need to grasp when playing these teams that think they can go short is just run your offense. Run the pick and roll. Let LeBron go to the rack. Because I think they kept trying to run this out of the post, which is statistically the most inefficient shot in the NBA. Even with these short dudes, P.J. Tucker's maybe short, but he's a strong motherfucker mother effer nice um, nailed it i think they just if they just would have ran their regular offense not tripped about it and as soon as Kuz started getting smoked by russell westbrook went ahead and took him out of the game because yeah. i love Kuz when it comes to his effort but it's not always this talent that comes through in me in my opinion so if you just run your offense you'll be fine but they, they didn't i love that what the lakers did the lakers did the exact opposite of what the nba was going towards and they went big yeah, you know what I mean. We got the Dwight Howard. We re-signed Javale. We got Anthony Davis, which obviously why wouldn't and you? And Boogie. Yeah. And then yeah, we have Boogie as well. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, that's a good point. We had Boogie first uh, before he got injured, um, which we might get him later in the playoffs. Because oh, another seven footer. Oh my god. I think Boogie's <laughs> the only real post center outside of Joel Embiid in the league right Definitely. now. Definitely. Like Anthony Davis isn't a post center. Like, what would not. you call, what would you call Jokic? 
Jokic is a guy who you throw the ball and then he looks for the pass. He's not going to go yeah. to the post to score. And he might hit a little fader. He like, hit he's like, like a more AD type than anything. Exactly. Too. I feel like very that. skilled. Face up. But not like he's not large. I don't know. He's not going to body you. Like you're right. It's Boogie and Joel. It's Boogie and Joel. Those are the only real post presences in the NBA. What would you call Giannis? Because I've seen Giannis. Giannis is a face up all day. Yeah, he is yeah, a face up. Point. He's a face up dude. Yeah, you're right. I'm Giannis. Giannis. And he don't want to. He do, he's not stoked <laughs> about like let me post a guy up. He could do that and maybe like. Further down in his career, he gets there. But, yeah, I, I feel you on that. What I think about is, like you said, we zigged when everybody zagged. And I think that's cool. I like that's that. Always, I loved it. That's always crucial in the NBA, and that's how you win, I think, in my opinion. But, you know, going off of the playoffs, I, I take myself back to when Cleveland was down 3-1 against the Warriors, and then they decided, like, hey, we're just going to bully this team because we're bigger, you know? I know they can shoot really good, and we're trading twos for threes, but let's body these dudes. And and that's what we have to do when we get to the playoffs. Do we have the dogs to do that? Do we have the uh, physicalness to take care of that? I think we do. A lot of people think we don't. What do you guys think? So that's a, that goes a good transition. What I was about to ask, who do you think got better after the trade deadline? Nice. You know, that's exactly what this whole what we're kind of getting to with the All Stars. What next thing is the trade deadline, and what could have the Lakers have done to got better? We kind of documented that pretty well of who what we thought we were going to do with Kuz. We did nothing, guys. If you guys didn't know, the Lakers stand pat. It was the first time since Rob Polinka took over that he has not made a trade at the trade deadline. Another interesting fact. So. Do you want to hold on? Do you want to know why I think he was going to stay pat? Because I think he was expecting Darren Collison to come to us. I think that was a done deal, and I think that's why they didn't do anything because they're like, oh, we got Darren coming. And you know what that reminded me of? Kawhi Leonard Kawhi. in the offseason. Yeah. We are sitting in the here what? in the offseason. Sorry. <laughs> We're sitting here holding these dudes' jocks, waiting for them, being all nice and you know professional, and oh, we'll take care of you. Just to turn around and have them. Sorry, Miss Haley. Fuck us right up the ass. Oh wow. I sorry. That they did. Friend. He's not sorry. Oh, they did sorry. though. They really screwed us. <laughs> and that's really not cool. And I think we need to change our mentality coming in the future off seasons to trade deadlines. Do you think? What do you guys think about this Darren Collins situation? Coming to the game, having lunch with Genie Bus, and then for him to bail. That was really irritating. But like going back to the Kawhi situation, I mean. We had no choice. Like if if, if if it's the Dog, best if I'm the Lakers the too, because you know how he's everyone. You know, you, as a Laker, as a player, you don't want to hear like, oh, they need something. You know, someone's out the door, and just for them to court him like that, like, oh, come to a game. You know, they had, yeah. You know, what I mean, so the genie took him to dinner and all that shit. And I'm like, he's also just a really good guy, by the way. Yeah, exactly. like that. And there, he was like, oh, it's just a, I had the best seats in the house, kind of shit. It's just like, all right, dude, I get it. You're coming. And then he did that. It's just like, yeah, but guess what, dude? I kind of liked it that they stood pat. I think they're going to do something in the buyout. You know, we, we're giving J.R. Smith a workout this week. Oh, And shit. we have, what was it? What would I mention? J.R. and Dion no, we Waiters? Have, <laughs> I, take it, I know. I feel that. But what are they good at? Creating their own shot. You know what I mean? That is no one on our on the point guard or guard position, and that's what we need. And you, I think Troy Daniels is probably going to be that guy that's out. Do you know who I – the only thing I like about the Dion deal that we might get, I, I like the fact that he's a dog. He's kind of a psycho. Mm-hmm. We kind of need that. A wild card type. He's a wild card, and I'm cool with that. We need to run our test of Dennis Rodman, just a, yeah. like a weirdo. Like, we need that. We have a bunch of grade-A citizens out there paying their taxes and doing God's work and stuff, but we need a psycho. Give me the and last... Dion's like that. I agree. Like, the last 20 years, is there a team that didn't have a guy like that? 
that won the title? Yeah. That's a good point, dude. The Crickets, Raptors last right? year, but... Nah, the, the like, Raptors but they won. had like a combination of Siakam, Fred Van Fleet was kind of They're a dog. They're not dogs. I kind of feel like the only are. reason the Ra- all right this is Siakam's kind of a dog. This, yeah, he's he is. a really good player, but he's not a psycho. Yeah, he's not a psycho. But what I'm getting at is people love sitting there crediting Kawhi for last year, and they love talking about how incredible of a Raptors victory that was. Okay, they wouldn't have sniffed that title if the half the Warriors team didn't get hurt. So we need to take a little bit of credit away from the Raptors here. I know that's a not popular thing to say. They're also on a 14 game winning streak. They're a great team, but they're also going to get bounced in the second round. But or my, maybe the first. Even. Maybe even, like what I'm saying is like yes, that was quite a great run. He played really good in the playoffs. But if the damn Warriors were healthy, I'm sorry, you're losing in five, mm. maybe four. Like being real. So I don't even count that as a real title. I know that's stupid to say, but I don't. Like Houston's title. Yeah. Oh, Michael Jordan came out. You didn't have to play the SuperSonics in the Western Conference Finals because they bounced you every year five years before that. Good job for winning. But thank goodness you didn't have to play Michael Jordan. It's a lot of you, it's a lot of titles though, man. Like I was also thinking about know. the Houston Astros. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought we were talking about the Rockets. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I get it. That's also a good. Point. I bounced back to that. But you, I agree. You think about the Warriors' first titles pre KD when LeBron had freaking the white dude. I can't even think of his name right now. Mozgov. Uh, no, De- no, Matthew Delvadova. Matthew Delvadova was their second best player at the time because Kyrie and Caleb were hurt and like LeBron was doing the most and they still went like five six. Right, I want to say. They went six, but also think that, about it. And that's like, dude, like if Caleb and Kyrie are there, what's going down? Okay, but if Steph was hurt and they still had Kevin Durant and Draymond was out and they still had Clay Thompson, do you think they'd beat the Raptors? If Steph was if hurt. If Steph and- was hurt and Draymond was hurt, they had KD and Clay. Do you think they beat the Raptors? Because I do. Yes. Potentially, yeah. So, I mean, I get your argument. I'm just, all I'm saying is, like, it's always situational, bro. Someone's always with, hurt. The bottom line of that Cavs team is, is LeBron played. Yeah. So but, I mean I, I get the Warriors hey, criticism. Okay. Reason being that they So who, what so you're thinking Deion Waiters is gonna be that dog for us though? I hope he is. You think we're gonna get Deion Waiters over JR? I'd rather have Deion over JR. I don't like either of them, but I'll take Deion. Yeah, I'd rather have Deion. What's too, the but, Suns guard that just got bought out? Uh Tyler, Tyler Johnson. Johnson. Tyler Johnson. I would take Tyler Johnson, man. He's a good three he's point a shooter. Slasher too. Like he's he's good. Why did they buy him out? Because why not? God, the, the Suns, Suns are so weird. They're the Suns. They should have let. We should have traded for something. I would have liked Kelly Oubre. Oh my god! Oh, we yeah. Find a way to snack. I'll He's take been, him over Kuzma. Ten out of ten. Oh yeah. Oh, Three million out of ten. Like, billion out of ten. Thanks for those math. He just dropped thirty nine too. He just he just had a career high thirty nine. He's a dude, dude who gets a poster every other week and shoots forty percent from three. He's I'll kind of a, he's got some dog in him, man. Like yeah, I he's, like he's him. a dog too. I like that. Yeah, mm. he is a dog. That is the fact that he goes and pipes on everybody. I love that. Like shit. he literally has a poster of an elite defender probably once every other week. And that's cool. So I'm about that life. But Aaron, you want to go through all the trades and who got better and who got worse and yeah, what's going down with all that? Yeah, Real smooth transition. Because yeah, yeah, I think the biggest move for the weekend, I know Aaron's looking it up right now, but I want to talk about it, was the Marcus Morris trade. Not necessarily for the Clippers' benefit, but I think they did that to prevent the Lakers. from The Lakers' that. detriment. It was, a, it was a blocking move. They made that move to block the Lakers. Agreed. And I think because the, the and Lakers, Marcus Morris, if you don't know, he's having a career year. He was averaging percent from three. He's shooting. Uh, he has nineteen and a half points, five and a half rebounds. So this guy's, you know, he's thirty, but like thirty's not that old anymore. I mean, in my opinion, thirty is your prime time. 30, really. Yeah, especially in the NBA, twenty eight to thirty two is prime time. Yeah, and like they also got uh, Isaiah Thomas, which who they waived, they waived him. Yeah. They already waived him and stuff. So that's another. That's an, another interesting. I wouldn't want him. 
But it's not. It's not. I mean, would you want him over Rondo? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I would take you over Rondo, to be honest. Hey, take, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if nice. I want him over Rondo in the playoffs. I don't know. I th- it can hit a three. And I mean, the, not who the whip, the Wizards got what Jerome uh, Robinson and the Knicks got Mo Harkless with that and a twenty-two first-round pick from the Clippers. So I mean, Mo Harkless and a twenty-two or uh, twenty-first-round pick. But you also I'm mad about that. But this Morris trade, like, yeah, Morris is having a career year, but he's also an, a slightly above-average player playing on the like top five worst playing team in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. Like, so he's stacking up stats. It's the empty calorie so stats that we always I talk feel about. That. And but his forty-three percent from three—that's real. That's legit. That's real as it can be. Because he's another perimeter player, and so. he's a good defender. He's yeah. a guy who can another dude they can throw. That's out the scary, ball. man. If your percentages are right, like I get the okay, you're scoring a lot of points, but if your percentages are right and you're the best guy on the team, there's something to be said about that. However, there's like four or five guys on the Clippers right now that are averaging 19 plus a game. So clearly, Mark Morris cannot do 19 points. He'll be like. A 10 to 12 guy. Yeah, like maybe even nine. Could explode for 20 kind of shit. He could. And and, and guess what? You got to account for him. You know, and that's pretty nice. But are you going to take minutes away from Paul, George, Kawhi, Montrez, Harrell? Like, where is... He's going to take Mo Harkless's points. Mo Harkless got like 11 minutes a game. All 11 of them. (laughs) So, I mean... That's cool, but like I said, I think that was more of a move to block the Lakers from getting it because the Lakers could really use that dude. But what if they, like, how many minutes is Montrez playing a game? Like 30? Around 30. He plays a lot. What if they go, Montrez, now you got 21 minutes? And you better, and you're a tryhard, but you better be, you better go to 100 to 130 and try extra hard. You know what Montrez will say? Bring it on. I'll go one thirty, and I, I know. believe that at it. So do you think the Clippers, I feel like the Clippers with that move got better. Got better. I think that made them the favorites. And yeah, it's shitty. Oh, Me too. So shitty. Because I was thinking, like, even if they made that and we got Darren Collinson or Collinson, excuse me, uh-huh. I was also thinking. I was like, I think that would have been enough. Yeah. I think it was like, uh, I, and the fact that we didn't. Yeah. I'm little. I'm a little so this, nervous. This is a question I want to ask both of you. Are you a little scared about the Lakers this year? Are you not feeling good about it? I, I feel I, like not that they've gone six and four in the last ten and no, not playoffs, you know, not putting away teams. Can I, I take the helm of this yeah, one? Take Daniel, it. Take that okay. Because how do you feel? I feel like I've been scared before all you guys for a couple months. I've been the negative Ned, unfortunately. You know, Ned. and Travis is finally coming around to my corner. Not. I'm not pumped about that. It's just what I'm seeing with my eyeballs. You know, like I watch every single game, like you guys. And what I see is I see LeBron getting a little old, not crazy old, and he still can do the damn thing. And I think he's going to kick it up a gear and be fine in the playoffs. I also think AD will be fine in the playoffs. But then I think about who else do we got? We don't have enough to get over the hump and win the whole thing, in my opinion, right now, especially with these teams making the moves. Clippers got better. We're 0-2 against them. It's a little bit scary, you know? Like, my example about LeBron is, Sure, you know, he, he takes a lot more threes and he's not driving to the cup as much, but when he does drive to the cup, have you ever seen LeBron get swatted as much as he has this year? Like or just two, lose the ball, like or, stripped, like ripped out of his Like hand. two years ago, would this ever happen? This dude probably gets swatted going to the rack probably once or twice a game. That's insane to me, and it's really depressing. Like, I don't know how you guys feel, but and I'm not happy to say that, but it sucks, you know? I, I think LeBron... Is jogging. I feel like we're seeing Coast LeBron right now, and I feel I feel it because like 
dude. Like, talk we, me off the ledge, please. I love. So you, that's dude. why I'm doing it. It's just like I mean, Avery Bradley is is coming around. He's shooting at a 35 clip. He looks good. He looked. He's looked progressively better. Um, I think Rondo not getting as much minutes in the last couple of games is. You know, Vogel's not retarded. You know what I mean? This guy's not stupid that he's like, listen, I know you guys want me to play him, you guys being AD and LeBron, but listen, dude, look. Look. Look what Aaron's I'm... Aaron's putting in his hands saying, look at this. What am I looking at? Like, I'm... I hope LeBron and AD aren't saying, like, get Rondo out there more. Like, I hope they're not saying that. Let me that talk would you, just be ignorant. Let me talk you off the ledge with, I think, a very compelling argument. Okay, Trev. In the beginning of the season, the first month or two, did LeBron look pretty darn good? Amazing. Okay, they got a huge cushion. Do you not think LeBron's like, okay, we're going to make the They playoffs. don't have a huge cushion anymore. They only have like a three-game lead. As a number one seed, though. Oh, yeah. You know well, what I mean? Hey, Whereas, hey. like, hold on. I'm still going. All right, go, go, go. And I now, over the last month, I even said, how many times has LeBron really pressed in the half court when he goes, like, I'm going to go score? And against even the, the team that we just played, the Rockets, playing against these short dudes, how often has that dude just took it to the rack? Almost not at all with no shot blocker on the floor. What I'm at is I think LeBron built the cushion and looked great in the beginning parts of the season, and now he's doing his thing where he jogs around. Mm. I think LeBron... It has exposed a lot of our bench, though. That's and that's what, fine, that's, because in, in the playoffs, if LeBron is LeBron still and he's jogging now in the playoffs, I don't care. We're fine. I'm cool. With, I, I hear you. We have never seen LeBron playoff LeBron I know. as Brian, a Laker. Brian Windhorst came out and said that. He said, I know, okay, guys. Laker fans don't quite understand... That this is what LeBron does. They have never seen playoff LeBron before. And that alone gives me a sliver of hope. Oh, that makes me so happy. Although I do have my doubts and I understand where you're coming from, I'm yeah. nervous. Can we play? I'll just keep on playing devil's advocate. You're not playing go, devil's advocate. You you're saying your real opinion. It We're is still my, here. It We're is, still here. But not always. But like I, I also go to the extreme a little bit. But like, listen. Is LeBron jogging when they play the Clippers and go 0 and 2 and looks like shit against Kawhi? I do. Is LeBron jogging against when he's trying to avenge Kobe's death and lose to the Blazers? That's like, different. That's a unique situation. I just saying. I mean, it's not. Like it's not to, like no, 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 dude. I, I'm, you, I, I'm the sorry fact to that, take the that. Fa- the fact that you said you thought that he had to get avenge for Kobe's death and win that not game. Not avenge it, but like you said that word. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is so. you overthinking it, and I'm trying to talk you off the ledge, and you're talking yourself back on. And do better, then, please. <laughs> do I better. need you guys too. Well, your 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 points that you're making need to do better. I don't like your points. You know, going zero and two against Clippers. Oh well, you can do that against. Like honestly, we're just we're, like you know the media makes it a big deal, and like I get it. This is like you know supposed to be the team that where I just said it's going to be the favorites. I get why you'd be scared and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like. Get wait to the playoffs, dog. Wait to the playoffs. Because think about I, I it. Like, no, hold on. In two thousand, I think it was the year Der- Derek Rose and the Chicago Bulls were the number one overall seed. I think it was two thousand eleven. Yeah, and the Heat were the two seed. The the, the Bulls went four and zero against the Heat in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And they were the number one seed. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron and D Wade beat them in five. Yeah, and even the Raptors, like two years ago, like they shit on. I think they beat. Oh yeah, they beat. And they, they sw- and LeBron them. swept them. And then yeah. LeBron swept them. So what I'm True. saying is that's that's a point that I can love and appreciate right now. I will be Let me able, hold on to that and cling on to that. No, real quick, I will be able to tell you whether or not I know this I, sounds cocky. I got one but, more thing to talk you guys back off the ledge or on the ledge. Catch me after the first round of the playoffs. I, 
Uh, the first round. No, first round. Give me. I don't give care me about five. The first no, 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 no. Give me five games, six games in the first round of the playoffs, and I can probably tell Dude, you whether or not we're going to win the finals. I don't care about the first round. No, I do because LeBron's going to be in playoff mode for the round. It, it's like championship or bust for me. Like not second round or bust. Like that's where I'm at. No, so I'm not no, saying, saying that. You're not, you're not, I'm not there, saying that. He just says you're just, just saying like you'll you'll see. Even how if we win those six LeBron, games. You'll, you'll be know. Able to, yeah, exactly. You'll be able to tell if LeBron's LeBron it. in the first round of playoffs. Hey, I hear you. Like I see, I and see. Hear me. I see when LeBron is is hear slowing you. it down. But you know, on defense he'll try hard and like maybe he'll slow it down or maybe he has he'll a walk. plus plus best minus. You know, on he, defense, amazing plus minus over Kawhi. I know he looks amazing. What? But field goal percentages. 49 percent never oh, been horrible. It's never been under 50 percent in his career you know like what i'm saying is okay you want to pick and choose and jog and and decide when to attack whatever but when you're deciding to attack you're not getting you're not finishing like you're not finishing your layups i think it's that's because scary. he's not he's not getting the calls he used to and that's even weirder do you not agree i mean we're I watching the same is. games He's not getting the calls. And he's not getting the calls at all, dude. Okay. Like, honestly. And I don't know what it is, but his drives to the basket has been the same the last three years, but his calls have gone down by, like, three a game. Mm. Drastic, bro. Okay. And I've watched that, too. And it's weird to me. It's hard, yeah. It's hard. like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. And the refs are, ah, dude, the refs are so bad with the Damian Lillard, you know what Oh, I mean? my God, I know. The refs are just, can go. Uh, I can go on for Okay, I feel a little bit better. You guys did a really, really good job because I was feeling really bad. I appreciate that lack of calls. That probably makes sense because, you know, like I can't say that I did watch every Cleveland game and every Heat game when LeBron was playing to see all those calls in the regular season. And like you guys said, we haven't seen LeBron playoff mode by any means. I know that he's going to step up. I know AD's going to step up, but who else is going to yeah. step up? Okay, but Rondo hope, may. Rondo probably know? will, and so will Danny Green. Danny Green, definitely. definitely. That's where I'm at. I think those Danny two will Green, step up. And me and Travis had a good convo about this. Sorry to cut you off, brother. But like but the first did. game against the Clippers, Danny Green was the one that showed out the most. Yeah, 28. You know, game, the game against the Blazers, he balled out too. Game against the Rockets, dude dropped the smooth like 21 ball. Last game, he killed it too. Like, I feel you. Danny Green shows up in big time games consistently, and that is good for me. I feel great about that. I'm um, okay with it. So, like, we feeling all right? Speaking of no Not calls. Not okay. No, but... I'm feeling okay, but we're going to transition here. Yeah. Officiating has been crazy in the NBA and all that stuff, but that's because there's a plethora of rules. You know what else has some crazy rules going on? Well, did you want me to go over the trades more? I was going to transition to the XFL. We're <laughs> going to the trades. The only other trade I want to talk about, though, was the <laughs> D-Lo trade. Sorry, we didn't even get to Oh, we it. didn't get to that. The D-Lo the trade was kind of like the biggest one. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Um, you know, the, we had the Robert Covington ones in earlier, but um, the D-Lo trade is, if you didn't hear, D-Lo went to the Timberwolves to go play with his butt buddy in Carl Anthony <laughs> Towns. That's literally why the Minnesota did it. Oh, yeah. They want to keep reason. the boy happy. They're like, yeah, we got to keep Cat happy. Andrew Wiggins, sorry, buddy. Now they're going to go from winning 28 games a year to 34. Good for them. Yeah, dude. They might sneak in the playoffs. Congratulations. They might sneak in the playoffs. But uh, I think the Timberwolves also got... Like some uh, Malik Beasley, Malik Beasley, yeah, he balled out in his first um, game. And then a bunch uh, of scrubs. And then, dude, they got like eight different players. And then that Hernandez guy, I oh, Hernan Gomez, yeah, Hernan Gomez, I did that's like cool. him. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. But uh, what did the Golden State get? They got picks, bro. First they're, round picks. They are loading up, dude. 
And it's crazy because they're going to have a great pick already with their number one pick. And, and, you, the, and you think about the T-Wolves first round pick in 2021. Probably going to be, be an auto. You know? Exactly. That's exactly. And they basically did it because they're taking on Wiggins' contract. Yeah. And so they're going to go over the cap again, which they didn't want to. And that's kind of why, I don't know, like that's why it looks bad. It's just and why they had to give away those picks too. I, I mean, for the Warriors, I really like that trade. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love that trade. I think that, you know, Wiggins can lean on some veteran leadership, you know, uh, to have the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond to be like, listen, here's your new role. We've won three chips. You're welcome. Like, this is what you do. You play defense and you shoot threes over there in that corner. And you're not going to be flashy <laughs> like an asshole, you know? And they just break it down to him like that in a nicer manner, of course. But like, he'll... Or not. Like, he'll understand and he'll file right into that system, in my opinion. I think so, too. It was, uh, I, I, I think you hit it right on the head. I think uh, having that veteran leadership, he doesn't have to be the number one or number two option anymore, yeah. which he never thrived at. He can calmly go be the third option, like, you know, Harrison Barnes was, like, yeah. you know, way back when. The third or some nights even the, even fourth, the fourth. If exactly. Draymond's doing his thing. And that's dude, so nice, bro. And this is a guy that's going to get more open shots, and you know what I mean? And he has an okay mid-range, and yeah. so, like, this guy, and he's athletic. You know, he's never not been athletic. And the fact that he, he's never played defense. This guy is the, like no. one of the worst plus minus defenders. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to. Yeah. Either you're not going to have a choice, buddy. Yeah. Like, no. If not, you're going to get PT and that max contract is going to start, you know, it's, I don't even know. It's hard when, like, I think in, in my opinion, like, D'Angelo being on the Warriors and if Clay and Steph come back, they're going to be like, all right, who's the two? You know, like, is D'Lo going to file and rank into the three or four, or is he going to say, no, Clay, like, I'm the two? I think he would do that. I think he would do the second one, like, I'm the two. Whereas A. Wiggins, he's going to be like, all right, I'll play the four and I'll commit to that, and you guys can talk me into it. So, like, you know, you have to have guys buy into what their role is and, and be that certain team guy. And I think they can get A. Wiggs to do that. And D'Lo, his ceiling is just, it's just a little bit higher. So, for that reason, like, it wouldn't make sense. So, but like, did I we agree. not think that D'Angelo was going to be on the Warrior or traded? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, all, we, all, we all thought that. Like, I don't even mean, Steve Kerr. His kind of, I thought it was kind of a dickhead. He's like, I don't know the fit. Just, he literally said the fit was never there. Yeah, he's like to be blunt, the fit was never there. But you know what they got? They got a dude who shoots a decent percent from three. He's a could be a good defender if put in the right position. And you know he's a Harrison Barnes two point oh. You know, like he's a guy who's athletic as hell, who can, you know, probably hit a corner three really damn good, but, you know, can also get to the rack, who doesn't need to get to the rack more often than Steph or, you know, I guess even Clay or Draymond. Like he's a guy who I think will fit really nicely with them, and I think they'll be back in contention next year. Do you think that he's way be- 2.0 of Harrison Barnes, like way better? Like- I think they're close. I like, think they're I think they're close too, but I that's why I was saying like I think they're Harrison comparable. Barnes is a little bit better defender. Mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins is a little bit better offensively. But I think Definitely. Andrew Wiggins could so be comparable. I think Andrew Wiggins could be a better defender if put in a scheme that the Warriors have. Cuz Warriors make Steph, Steph yeah, exactly. Warriors make Steph look like a good defender, that's you know a what great I mean? Point, yeah. I think because people always take for granted, take for granted. During those championship runs, they were always a top 5 defensive team. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is scheme. They managed to make Draymond look like a MVP. The Warriors, sometimes. the Warriors are about to try to start the new new dynasty next and they're about to have a really high ass pick because they suck so i mean the warriors are looking pretty darn good they're so smart that is so smart like that's annoying though because it's like really you can't just be shitty for four years like every other team you (laughs) sons of guns hey they're light years ahead of us man yeah joe lake 
All right. All right. Then, yeah, if you want to talk about the new rules. Smooth transition uh, so, into the XFL. So, yeah, this is the next talk that we're kind of getting into is the NFL stopped. So what's next? The XFL. Uh, mm-hmm. McMahon. Vince McMahon. McMahon, yeah. McMahon did it again, dude. Brought the XFL back. Um, I love the interviewing that they did. That was like the big thing I liked. If you guys watch any of the games, mm-hmm. I watched more, more uh, mainly, uh, mainly highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was dope. I liked it. Um, literally, like the kicker, a kicker miss a field goal, and immediately they're like, "You missed that field goal. How do you feel?" No <laughs> way. They did that. Like, he literally <laughs> stuck a mic in his mouth. Dude, was, I don't remember really what he said, but it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's I was like, cool. I love that. Like, and the guy had an interception for a touchdown. Yeah. Interviewed him immediately afterwards. Or like a coach had a bad decision or some shit. They would interview the coach right afterwards, like I think immediately. And I was like, damn. I think that's really good. I think that's when you're gonna catch raw emotion. I it takes me back to when, you know, uh Richard Sherman got that pick off Michael yes, Crabtree and he's like, You crab- gonna challenge me? Yeah, exactly. Against that sorry ass crabtree. Like more of that would be ideal. And that's smart. The XFL's like where more, can we capitalize and get better? You know what I think it is? It's more FaceTime. You get more recognition. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Being able you know what I mean? Because football players they have their helmet on, you know what I mean? Like and it's illegal to take your helmet off. Mm-hmm. And so I loved what like what I thought of when I said that was when um uh, Vikings receiver. Who am I thinking of? Stephon Diggs. When he had the miracle at the end against, yeah, the, Sa- yeah. against the Saints, he immediately pulled his helmet off and yucked it. He was like, "This who did that?" And you know what I mean? Point I would to do his that face. too. And I was like, "That's dope." I like I would that. Throw that. So, so far I love the excess fellas. Just a constant like scene in the face, um, you know, interaction and raw emotion is going to make for good TV. Mm. You know what I mean? They already got their first f bomb in the first week. That's always great. <laughs> and. I liked it. I liked some of the new rules. Did you want to go over the rules, Travis? Yeah. Do you got them lined up? I don't have them lined up. I don't have them lined up. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Hey, well, XFL what, football fun. Well, there was. Ah, uh, yeah. No, well, no, they have the they have the kickoff. The kickoff was like the biggest significant difference, where the the kicker would line up on like the thirty five yard line, standard. and then and exactly that standard. But the kickoff team, the other ten guys that were running down there, would already be down like thirty yards down the field, mm-hmm. and then. The returning team would only would be lined up like ten yards from them, and then the returner all lined up right in front of each other, not like on like the thirty five yard line, yeah. and then the uh, blockers are on like the twenty five yard line, mm-hmm. and then the returner right, and they no one can move until the ball is until caught. the ball is caught. Yeah, literally, they're just everyone's just kind of standing there lined up. I got you. You know what I mean? It was kind of it's cool. It was that can, up. That can it, cause some some tutties, man. Like, yeah, and I you know what? Exactly it, it, it's a lot of player safety. It's not guys winding up and running with a True. full head of steam. It's, it's ten yeah. yards, dude. The NFL and like, could totally adapt that. I that see would that. be so smart. That was it. Was really smart, and it encourages more kickoff returns because, like you know, with the NFL, it feels like they're trying to take the kicking game away. And, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, trying to make everything safer and all that shit. But this I, is a way to bring the kicking back in a way. Especially with kickoffs, because they were exciting. You know what I mean? The Devin mm-hmm. Hester's, you know what I mean? All the guys that made those things exciting, like the punt returns Deshaun, uh, Sean, Deshaun did in, against the Giants way back. Mm-hmm. Deshaun, uh, uh, Deshaun, what Jackson? Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, but I do know some other rules, actually, that I sit and think about it. Um, some cool rules is there's no more extra point kicks. You take it from either the one-yard line to get one point, the five-yard line to get two, or the ten to get three. So that adds more excitement. So at 18, if you're down 18 points, that's a two-score game, which is a cool, another cool thing that they did in order to press the kicking game, like you were saying earlier, was if you kick it in the end zone on a punt, it's now to the 35-yard line. It's not to the 20. So they don't want you kicking it in the end zone. And if you kick it out of bounds on a punt, 
It's to the 35-yard line. Mm. It's encouraging re- uh, so returns. So they want to encourage returns, which is cool. Mm. And overtime, this is the coolest one. They do. It's, like, it's almost like penalty kicks. Okay. Um, in overtime, the rule is you tip five shots from the two-yard line. No extra points, no nothing. Five shots for one team, five shots on the other team. Whoever scores more touchdowns out of those five opportunities wins the game. It's like... Damn, that's dope. And you know what? They said overtime's going to only probably last five to seven minutes. That that's was their so goal time good. from that. So that way it's not extended incredibly. Because it's 10 plays. Because it's 10 plays. It's literally 10 <laughs> plays. You got 10 plays, buddy. Which oh, is that's cool. dope. It's cool. And, and then that's another rule cool. that's kind of... I didn't know that. That's and awesome. another cool is like, thing is like you're allowed two forward passes now as long as the as first one... As long as one, it's behind the... The first yeah. one is behind the line of scrimmage, which I don't think makes a huge difference. But. Yeah, it's like doing a shovel pass and then doing it and like throwing it back or something yeah, like that. It's not like the craziest that. thing I've but ever like heard But like just a handful of little rules. And this is, I think, I think the XFL is really going to be kind of like the minor league for the NFL. I think they're going to say, hey, XFL, we have these cool ideas. Do that. And if it works out and it, we think it, it'll work for the NFL, we're going to go ahead and rotate it over. How long does it run till? Like, do we know when the back end of the season is? Like, when are the playoffs? Oh, I don't know how many games. How many games are in a season? I'm not positive. How many teams are there? I think there's, I think there's eight. There's eight, right? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, at least ten. Are you sure? I'll look yeah, it up right yeah, now. Yeah. It might be there's ten. ten. Mm-hmm. But that's dope, dude. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like... When the NBA first started making the G League, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just it was just another way that players and people can get exposed. Yeah. And that's who the true winners are with this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, all the guys, shout out our boy Willie. We play with the guy that's on one of the Yo, XFL there's teams. 16. Oh, 16? There's okay. 16 uh, XFL teams. So, dude, that's wonderful, dude. Hey, shout out to Willie Mays. We went to high school with him. He plays for the Los Angeles Wildcats. Dope. Yeah. I haven't talked to Doing him in a the long damn time, thing, but that's, playing, that's awesome, dude. Playing D end? Yeah. Doing it, you know? Big time. I'm excited. They're playing the Los Angeles Wildcats are playing the Dallas fucking sorry I, for the curse. Miss Haley. Dallas he whatever. Oh, look at Dallas Renegades. Re- yeah, Re- Renegades. Renegades. They're playing in primetime next weekend. I was watching the back end of a game before we got here, and they're like, next game on primetime next weekend, LA against this Dallas. And I'm like, sick, dude. Like, some cool I'm names. about to record that. And look. if that goes during the stale part of the summer where there's nothing going on aside from baseball. And I know Aaron loves baseball and I'm not down in it, but like myself and Travis were like, ah, oh, it's the beginning of the regular season of baseball. I'm not stoked on it. So that if we could have that, that would be amazing. I would be very pumped and I'll watch all the games. Yo, check out these team names. You guys are really going colorful. And there's been this. some good name, uh, good players. You know what I mean? Like old college players that, you know, Cardell Jones is almost on him. He was throwing some dimes. Is he starting? Who yeah, he he's starting for? for, he's playing for a red team. <laughs> okay, well, hold, check it out. Give me the name. St. Louis Battlehawks. Nice. Seattle Dragons. Oh, Dallas yeah. Renegades. Houston Roughnecks. Ooh. That's cool. New York Guardians. Queen. Tampa Bay Vipers. Los Angeles Extreme. Los Angeles Wildcats. Two LA teams always. Las Vegas Outlaws. That's clean. That seems like it makes a lot of Orlando sense. Orlando Rag- Rage. Orlando Rage. Mm. That's cool. Sammy probably likes them. Damn it. Chicago Enforcers. Ooh. The Birmingham Thunderbirds. <laughs> that sounds like a soccer team or something. <laughs> I don't know. This is cool. Like they're going all out. They're trying to make this as colorful as possible, which I like. I mean, I, I think they've done. And another rule. Oh, there's another one. Uh, after every single game, after oh. every single game, the winning team gets a hundred grand to split between all the players. That's cool. Isn't that dope? So now they're gonna win. So it don't matter if it's week six. Between every- like fifty-two heads, that's like a smooth two grand a pop. You know, that's pretty good. They'll Is probably it? take that. Yeah, dude, exactly. No, they'll it's take just like, that. Obviously, just like, dude, you know what I mean? We got like the salary what we got, which I'm not exactly sure what the average Vince is. Vince McMahon can't throw it on a mill, though. A mill every game, though? Dude, Vince McMahon's a billionaire. He can throw it on a mill. 
That's 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 at least there's like sixteen teams. That's eight million a week. That's sixteen. Yeah, he's playing sixteen hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred times every eight. week, though. What's that? Four mil. Four mil. XFL average salary. I'm looking it up. Go keep. Oh, that's going. a good question. I want to know how much money they make because you know. hell, I might try out for a team. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? All right, uh, I want to say like twelve to no, not even like fifty grand. Season salary. Season say, salary, Bobby? dude. Maybe like ten keep, grand. Ten grand. I'm saying fifty. Twenty. It's fifty-five. Really? Uh, yeah, close. it's not bad. I would do all. that all day long. That's great. I mean, only play, yeah, and you're only, only working eight weeks a year, dude. Yeah, like, you're only yeah, exactly. Fifty five grand anywhere outside from California, Southern California, and that's the average. You know, extreme. if you're like a, you know one of the better quarterbacks, you might even you know like sign up. You might be flirting 80. with the hundred. Yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> eighty grand. Eighty. No, dude, you can argue like you make it forty million, but I make it eighty grand, bro. What's up? Hey, but eighty grand in freaking you know Mississippi mud dogs, like you're doing the damn thing. You're living like next. a, a king out there, the... dude. Like that's clutch. No, that's, that's very tight, cool. That's no, that's cool. I like it. Um, it's just another another way to get uh, guys get exposure. You know what I mean? You have the semi pro team games that you know. That's like even that's like the NAI. That's the NAI of of the NFL. Yeah, damn world, near. I guess. But uh, no, it's pretty cool. I guess that's the. Is that it? No, we got some games. Travis oh, got Travis game. got a game. Thanks for no, that was just us that, there, Travis. That was just the end of the XFL was what I was going to Oh, end of the XFL. That was just, yeah, I was kind of like, yeah. That's enough we talk about the XFL. That's about all I know. What does the X stand for? Extreme. Is it? Extreme Is it really? Football I would imagine. That's. What else would it be? Let's play. Point. Let's play Travis's game, and then I'll I'll figure out. Okay, what I got two for. games. One nice. is your classic top ten game. Who's gonna, playing? Is Fern playing? We're gonna run that first. Fern, you're playing too. Nice. So we're gonna go around the circle. We're each gonna give one person who we think is in the top ten. And if you guess wrong, you're out. Okay. Can you guys tell me the last ten number one overall picks in the NFL? NFL? Yes, the last ten number one overall picks. Aaron, we'll start with you. Can you name one guy out of the last ten? Uh. Baker Mayfield. Oh no, 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 no! Oh yeah, Baker. Yeah, okay. You got <laughs> it. Twenty eighteen. Baker Mayfield by the by the Browns I, I, out of Oklahoma. Ask the question one more time because I was looking something up. One so. of the last top ten, or excuse me, the last ten number one overall draft picks. The last ten number one overall draft picks. He already said Baker in twenty eighteen. Game is Schwinston. You got it. Twenty thirteen nice. out of Florida. Twenty fifteen out of Florida State. Hey, Fern. Can you, oh, sorry. Yeah, Fern. Fern, you got one. Who was last year's, bro? I'm not gonna tell you. Don't do me no, dirty. I'm oh. just I'm asking for it, dude. You don't know who last year was? Oklahoma. God, what the? F- I'm helping. Him. I guess that doesn't help. Quarterback. I guess anyone. You don't have to do last one. Just think about the last ten years. Five, four, three. No, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson was like number eleven. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fernie's out. All right, Calmer. Aaron's still in this. Who do you got? Calmer. Kyler Murray, this oh. year's. Daniel, you got one? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do, 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 Quarterbacks? Anybody. Uh, anybody. First overall pick. First overall pick. Was Mariota one? No. Damn. He was number two. Damn it. Aaron's oh. the winner. No, Andrew Luck was another one, though. Got it. Well, so who run it? Okay, Damn, so I I'm going to go dude. from most That's embarrassing. to oldest. Now Kyler you guys Murray, think we suck. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Miles Garrett. Dude, I would. Oh. I was. Dude, I got this. I would. It's like I had like another couple. I got Jared you guys. Goff. We're smarter yep, than this. That's what I'm saying. Jared Goff because the Titans traded. Oh, okay. Ooh, Eric Fisher. I would have out of Casey. Yeah, I would have. This yeah, one, tackle. Andrew Luck. Come on, guys. I said that one, motherfucker. That's the one I did to win. 
Dude, I think I win. I was going to say Cam Bradford, Matt Stafford, Jake Long, Jamarcus Russell, Mario Williams. I would have got at least another three. I'm not being cocky. I could have got all ten of those. It's funny that Travis always does the games. That I never plays them. But he plays the games that he's like, nah, I I would get this. That's what I think he makes them for. I play these games because I'm like, all right, what would I be really good at? Exactly. That's exactly right. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. This next game is the Uber Facts game. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys four facts that are crazy and have nothing to do with sports, right? And what you guys have to do is tell me which one is not true. So if you need to write it down and let me know which one is not true, so you can think about it like, oh, that's not true. That's true. You let me know. All right, Fern, you ready? Go. All right. First Uber fact. Turtles were living on our planet before dinosaurs were. Some of the first turtles are believed to have lived on Earth about 220 million years ago. The oldest known dinosaur fossils are 240. Excuse me, 260 million years ago, and the oldest dinosaur fossils are about 240. So turtles are older than dinosaurs. That's the first fact or fiction. You have to tell me. Second fact or <laughs> fiction. In 2000, Japan voted ramen noodles as their greatest 20th century invention. Pokemon was number eight. So Pokemon was voted as the eighth best world invention God, from Japan. So I should rhyme rhymes with ramen noodles. Fact number three. A sunburn is a result of your skin cells killing themselves to protect you from their damaged DNA, which causes cancer. So the reason you get sunburned is because your cells know that it will kill your body, so they kill themselves. Hey, Fernie's looking shit up, dude. And then the last one. You wild as shit, Mo. <laughs> the end of the oh, world population, the curse, it is believed that at least 60% of the world's population is under 30 years old right now. Out of the world's population, it is believed that 60% of them are under 30. Does Fernie get the guess? Or are we yes, all Fernie guessing? gets the guess. So quick recap. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go one by one. Okay, turtles are planted before dinosaurs. Pokemon was the eighth best invention out of Japan in 2000. Sunburns is your, your, sun's, your, 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 your skin cells killing themselves. And then the last one is 60% of the population is under 30 years old. Which so one's all, false? We're all going to answer that, and then at the very end... I'm going to tell you which one's Which one was? Go ahead, okay. Fernie. Fernie, which one do you think is a lie? Only one of those is a lie? Yeah. Only one of those is a lie. <laughs> we'll repeat them. Um, Think about. I, it. I feel like all could be truthful, to be honest. So, all right, Fernie. Right, Fern picks the sunscreen. The I'm sun gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the sixty percent is under thirty. I don't think that's true. Okay, Daniel. I pick the Pokemon one. Okay, so Daniel thinks the Pokemon one. Fernie yep. thinks the sunburn, and you think the the, the under thirty. Under thirty, yeah. All right. Well, you guys were all right avoiding the which one. The one that none of you guys guessed. Turtles were on this planet before dinosaurs. We all knew it. So you guys were all correct on that. The snapping turtle. Those things look prehistoric. (laughs) Okay. Have you seen those? The next one, 2000, Japan voted ramen noodles as their greatest invention. That's absolutely true. Pokemon was number eight. That is correct. Damn it. Daniel's out. Take an L. Pokemon was the eighth best. Why would you start with that one? What are the two through seven? What's number one? It's ramen noodles. Fuck. F that is is it's yeah terrible. ramen noodles. That's I a mean, great we, invention, dude. Okay. But they're like thirty cents, bro. Like that's super. That's cut, why. It's, you know? yeah, exactly. So it's between Fern and Aaron. The last okay. two ones, the you one could, being the sunburn as a result of your skin cells killing themselves to protect from the damaged DNA. Pretty and confident. Aaron right. picked the one. More than fifty-two percent of the world's population is under thirty. Is you said a, sixty. That's why I lied. Fifty percent. Fifty-two percent, not sixty percent. Oh, so Aaron got it right. Yeah, that I'm was really a lie. You guys I jagged. The, I jagged saying it because I lied to change so the numbers. So what's the sunburn thing? Yeah, 
too. Sunburn is true. Your skin cells. Sixty percent? Oh no, dude. Fifty-two. A lot of old people in this world. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. But that's still pretty crazy. Fifty-two percent of the people are under thirty. So Aaron lost. No, Aaron won. I said the right. I said which one? I picked the one that was a lie. Sixty percent. I picked the lie. Got it. Got it. My fault. I just blew telling the answers. That was clutch. Oh, no. Aaron, two for two tonight. Big nice, win. Nice, Aaron. I win all the time. I don't hear it. Do we got another Fuego? No, that's it. That was it? That was I, I said I got two games, man. If you guys want to contribute and come up with a game, be my guest. Damn it. I said I got GameCast. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you guys say good Genesis? What you got? I said I got GameCast, man. <laughs> all right. So we were supposed to start it with get a merchandise, but you can guys just DM us, uh, DM, DM us for the DMS. for shirt sizes that you can get. We got white and black. That's about it. But we'll get your size, get it out to you. But again, thanks for listening. And share our stuff, would you? Be a friend. God. Yeah, we're trying to get paid for doing this one time. <laughs> one time for the fun time. All right. Love you. Bye. All right, hags.